It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I have two big picture thoughts from both games that are Eagles related, but if you have any other non Eagles related thoughts before. I, I mean, we can, I mean, gen- yeah. I mean generally, I, I think, you know, my big thoughts, I, I have a thought from each game. The first one is that Patrick Mahomes is by himself. Yeah. We're done yep. putting other people in his tier. He's We're the done. best quarterback. Like, yeah, it's just, it is what close. it is. Yeah. Like, it's, it's Mahomes and everyone else. Like, I, it's like there should be an actual gap when they put out the list next year. Here are the top quarterbacks in the league. It should be one, and then they should like force a space in there. Yeah, it's just like to one hammer home. Empty two. Empty two. Then we start with three. three there is yeah. no two. There's That's no the two. point. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So that's my takeaway from the first game. And from the second game, like, look, the world's first Dan Campbell fan right here. The initial, I again, I will say it. Uh, and people, there's audio proof. I loved him when he was the interim coach of the Dolphins doing Oklahoma drills. Right. I was all in on Dan Campbell. I think, and I know that guys drop balls and there's other things that contributed to the loss and all that. I think it was one of the five worst coaching performances I've ever seen in a big game. I think it was an all-time, he had two decisions that I think are two of the worst decisions I've ever seen. So it seems like Obviously, it was three. Well, there were three because the there were three goal. field goals. But the first, the first field we didn't go for. Like I would have kicked the field goal, but like I wasn't. I was like, okay. You're talking about the second half at this point. I'm talking yes. The, okay, the, right. And then the next one I thought was a disaster. I thought you had to kick that field goal. You tied the game at that point. Right. Crazy, and that's how you go down ten, and they end up losing. But those weren't even the worst. I mean, they probably weren't going to win at this point anyway. But the decision to run it on third down yeah. on the goal line was the single worst decision. Like Joe said on the air today, I agree with him. It's worse than the Marshall on the Super Bowl call. Like that was second down. Like at least you had other plays that could have worked. Like this was, if you don't get it, the game is over. And the game was over. It was it was an all-time, all-time disastrous call. Well, so it's interesting about that play, the running play, is this is a little preview of what it's going to be like with the Eagles this season. Because my thought is, well, Dan didn't make that call. Ben Johnson. Yeah, Ben Ben Johnson's when the calls the plays. And I'm not in Detroit, so I don't know, like, you know, how much Dan Campbell's in the headset or, like, mm-hmm. telling him, here, I want to run here. Like, I, I don't know that. But Dan can't, like, I, I agree with a lot of the criticism there. Um, 
and, but for that, I think you blame Ben Johnson. And so I, I think next year this is what it'll be. Like at the end of games, it'll it'll go, you know, man, the Sirianni, this, 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 and this. But this play goal, who's but that? Hey, that's Kellen Moore. Yeah. Like who made that, no, right? right? So yeah. so it, that's an interesting, you know, kind of twist on that. But in terms of going for it, so again, I I followed, I like read up on it, so I'm not in the moment feeling it. Um, I thought the decision to kick the field goal at the end of the first half was a little sketchy. It was surprising. It was and surprising. Then, and, then, yeah. and then it's just mixed messages. Like, how do you kick that field goal at the end of the right. half? But then don't then don't kick it later when especially the second one. Like the first one that he went for, it's like, all right, like this is what you do, I get it, whatever. Like there was not like the argument for the just, second one is you were losing momentum. Like you yes, had to, and also yeah. like you can't go down ten. The only way you lose right now is if you go down ten and then the right. game's over. Yeah. Like it was just it was such a clear, obvious, like some uh, and and look, we're both. You know, we prefer to have a coach who goes on it for yeah. the fourth more than more than not. But it was such an example of like it can't just be always go for it. Like it has to well, be it's a lot like the Dallas. Yes, thing, it has to be. It, you have yeah. to be. Yes, you can go for it more often than not. But there have to be times when you acknowledge that that it is not the right decision. So for all the football I did see yesterday, which was all the first game and the first half of the second game. One thing I thought a lot about through all of it. Well, that real quick, that must be even more that to watch the first half and then find out just later oh, the dude, Lions tell me lost. About it. Like, tell oh, me about anyway, it. go ahead. I have so much to say about this at the end of the yeah. month. But um one thing I thought I kept thinking throughout was like, and we were texting about this, uh, you know, like I saw wide receiver screens. I saw like those things. But situationally, how Sirianni is gonna put his print on the his like fingerprints and imprint on the games next year is exactly what we're talking about with Dan Campbell. Yeah. Like I think last week and at the press conference, there was this perception because you know, like he gets asked, Well, what do you do? Right. I think we've gone to a point where we're underestimating how much of an impact Syria is going to have on this You said this on team. the morning show today, and I literally could not agree with you more. Yeah. I think like people are making it out like he's like, what is he? He doesn't even do like, anything. He's going to be. He's the freaking head coach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's making yeah. every important in-game decision yes. that is not a play call. And, every single one. And look at the game yesterday. I know the the decision to run on third down or second right, down. Right, but late. going for it. All Go, those, those were all Dan go, Campbell yes, calls. Yeah. Yes. So, and I kept thinking like, what would Sirianni do? And. I got into, I was texting with my friend Chris about this, and he brought up a lot of good points of, you know, there's been a lot of times Sirianni has gone for it on fourth down, you know, even in his own territory. Like, if he's on his own 25, he'll go for it on fourth and one. Like, there was an article written about how if you look at, um, you know, expected wins average, expected wins added by going for it on fourth, Sirianni was one of the best in the league in terms of the decisions he made on fourth down helped his team to more wins than other coaches. So I'm not saying he doesn't have a good track record of a feel for it, but I'll always, just from being around Nick, feel like he leans conservative on these things. And so there was a lot of times, like yes, like in the Ravens-Chiefs game, there was a fourth down call that Andy went for. And I, I remember thinking, like, I don't know if Nick goes for this. And we were texting about it a little. But I think that what I will say is Nick would not have gone for multiple fourth downs in that second half. I think he might have he might have gone for the first one. But in my opinion... The, the, what really sucked about going for that second one is momentum was so drastically swinging against you. And I get you're trying to grab it back, but at that point, just get the field goal to stop the bleeding. And I think Nick leans that way. So going into next year, if Nick is going to be a head coach that is going to be more involved with those things as, as opposed to offense, I do mostly think he has a good read on it. Like There are times I wish he was a little more aggressive, but I don't think he, he leans reckless like Dan Campbell. I agree. Uh, and, and here's the thing. I think that for two reasons... I'm going to lean more on what he did in 2022 in in-game stuff than in 2023 cuz I think we would both agree I think he was much better in-game yeah. in decision Yeah. the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, the other than the Super yeah. Bowl, that's fine. But for the most part, you know, and even yeah. then, that was one decision and not onside kicking it, which none well, of us thought was, of Bill Gannon did it. He punted it from his own territory Punting with 10 minutes ago. Punting from his own territory and then and not then it, onside kicking. And no, and then kicking the field goal on fourth down. Remember, and A.J. Brown oh, said yeah, that yeah, when yeah, he thought but he that one didn't, game. That one didn't bother me no, as much. No, I'm just saying those yeah. are the two decisions people yeah, talk about. Yeah, and then about. now we've thought since, since Gannon onside kicked, it was like, oh, that, you should have done that. Seemed like it wasn't even on Nick's radar. To be fair, it was on any of our radars. I've not heard one person say they should have done that until Gannon did it, and then we're like, oh, that's what they should have done. So, you know, whatever. But I think that (laughs) the big difference between 2022 and 2023, two big differences in terms of that could explain some of it, Uh, the obvious one being that this year he's not going to have to worry about the offense, and he can focus on what's happening in the game. His mind is not divided in that same way and he's just locked in on those decisions and the other thing too is i'll bet you just trusted his offense a lot more in 2022 you know like a lot of times we're like well i would go for it it's like well this offense has been very good like why would you go for it in that spot now you could argue well anything but the defense is the argument against that and that's a fair point too but i do think that those are factors that at least theoretically should be better well so like we're in a a think tank right now like i'm just saying and so i don't know if i believe this yet but i just had the thought and i'm curious for your perspective Mm -hmm. Do you think that because he's having offensive control to some degree stripped away from him, he'll be more likely to try to impact the game in other ways? Like, do you think he'll be more likely to say, you know, almost to like prove that he's involved? I hope not. I don't need. I, I yeah, hope I don't not. Know. Uh, it's possible yeah. for sure. I would. I would just hope that it's it's not that, but that he's just more locked in on the in-game stuff yeah. than worrying about other things. And I, but it's possible, sure. I think the part of being locked in too is not just that this was a tough season where like. The team wasn't playing great and all those things. I truly do think like the sideline was a chaotic place this year. Clearly. And, and we'll, we'll get into it with the Kellen Moore hire, obviously, and Vic Fangio, but I think it'll just be more of like, a, at least from a coaching staff perspective, like more of a calm situation as opposed to, you know, substitution issues, like having never worked before all those things. And it does suck that these three don't have reps together. But I, but I tweeted this. The staff going into last year, the coordinators, the offense and defense coordinators, had one year of total experience. Yeah. Going into this year, the coordinators have a combined 25 years. Yeah, big difference. And Vic Fangio is a large part right, of that. But, but Moore is like five. five years, like that's, yeah. That's, 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 I would guess that's a, I'd be, how many Pretty substantial. How many offensive coordinators do you think right now have been an offensive coordinator for five straight seasons? I would guess. I guess not many. Because yeah. either go to head coach or like you get probably fired. Like at you, least middle of the league, maybe higher. Yeah, I, I would guess he's in like the top five. <sighs> maybe. I don't know. I, I think defensive guys hang around more than offensive That's true. Guys. Yeah, it depends. Especially as a play call. Yeah. You know, like, Maybe, there's probably yeah. Gordon, like whoever's been with Shanahan would count, but he's not calling plays. So, right. but yeah, so that was my thought from that game. the The thought I had from the Chiefs Ravens game is just, man, I can really appreciate the way Andy and Mahomes deal with success. I don't mean this is like a shot at Jalen and, and Nick, but we've lived through it twice now. Like we 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 were there in 2004, 2005, but you know, I was like 13. Like we were both under 20 at that point, I would think, or around that age. Nope. No? Okay, whatever. <laughs> but I wasn't 13, I don't I was think. 23. I was... Yeah, well, you were six years younger, Mace. So you were like 17. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, from 2017 to 2018 and 2022 to 2023, we've lived through coming off a of Super Bowl. In both times, and I've certainly done this, we've explained the season away to like, man, it's, well, it's hard to do. Like, not for Andy. Like, so, to go to for be, six I, straight I, I, championships so I, games I, is unbelievable. I, I, but I don't think I don't think that's about other teams. I think that's about Andy. I mean, it's I only, agree. That's what it's I'm only Belichick and yeah. Brady. Like, yeah. it's it's those two and those two now. So, like, I don't think that's a. 
I think it's more that it's hard for everyone. I agree. Yeah. Except them. Yeah. Is the I, point. I, I agree. They are the exception to the rule. Like when I watch, like to go to think about just our personal lives and covering this team. Imagine them going to six straight championship I know. games. I know. It's unbelievable. I know. It's it really is. Like, have the Eagles even made the playoffs six straight years? Well, they made six out of seven, but not six straight. Right. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then obviously some of those years he's gone to the Super Bowl, some of those years he's won the Super Bowl. It, and then to do that, and then also it does, once again, this year I think puts into perspective what Andy accomplished with the team in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I, like, neither won the Super Bowl, but he and he only went once, and we'll just see if the Eagles go back. But go just how back hard it is mm-hmm. to sustain success. And like you saw it this year with the Chiefs. like They had a tough year. Like They struggled, things weren't great. Da, da, da. And to go to Buffalo, to Baltimore, yeah. it's, um, it's unbelievable. Like. Look, I understand from a record perspective, like Belichick and Brady are still the GOATs. Like, Mm -hmm. I get that. They've won six Super Bowls. But if you told me I could only have one head coach and quarterback combo in the history of the league, like, I am taking that. Oh, well, you're an offensive guy. You're always going to go that way. But look, I think, look, I'd be more afraid of playing Mahomes Mahomes than I would Brady. Well, yeah. I mean, Mahomes is more physically gifted. That's what I'm saying. There's no question. I, like I can't go there yet, but like he might. I mean, he's on his way. I mean, he's he's up till the age that he's at now. He's had a better career. Than well, here's Brady a here's did. a good so. question: If there was a redraft of every player in NFL history at their prime, does Mahomes go number one? I think he probably does. I think so too. Yeah. Right? Like I Brady, Brady obviously. To, but I mean, look again, and and again, he's not Brady had a better career, all that. He still has to get there, but like. I saw this tweet. Uh, Rich Eisen put it out. It's just like well, while you look it up, like I think the difference is with Brady. You can collapse the pocket on him. Like Mahomes, you just can't really well, yeah, do that. Mahomes is just more physical. Yeah, yeah. First QB ever to go to four Super Bowls uh, before turning 30. Third QB to start four Super Bowls in five seasons with Brady and Jim Kelly. 14 playoff wins already. He's only behind Brady and Montana ever. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, like, fourth playoff start or fourth Super Bowl start, only Brady and John Elway have more ever. And the kids, like, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I think like it's crazy because. Brady just happened, you know. So it's like already, right? We lived so like, it. Mahomes, yeah. Mahomes has a chance to be better. Like, there's no question. And then that's, yeah. that's how long was it between insane. Jordan and LeBron? Uh, well, I mean, not that like long. six or seven years. Yeah. So, yeah. well, I mean, but Jordan was still like, you know, he'd come back and right. went three or whatever. But he wasn't Jordan at that point. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, no, I mean, like six years from when oh four is when LeBron got drafted. Ninety eight was Jordan last right. his peak. So but, I, I agree with your point that. It's, I mean, it's funny you used to say this about the Patriots, and it's true. Like, the Patriots, you can't even put in discussions. It's like they're their own thing. Yeah. And I think the Chiefs are like that to a certain yeah. extent. But, it, you know, just watching the Chiefs go back, I know we've accepted for a while the Eagles are not, we're not going to go back. But, like, it should It's more impressive yeah. knowing what we know about how hard it is to do is the point you're making. Yeah, exactly. I agree. And it's just, you really have to appreciate it, and I'm not trying to sound like a hater and make this a negative thing, but it does just, like... Man, Jalen and Nick, like this year was so disappointing for both of them. Like we expect, we had such high expectations. For well, them. I think we, it's a lesson. Don't do, you know? We shouldn't. We probably went too overboard with with the uh, the run they were on. But it doesn't mean that it's done and they can't. No, for get sure. Back. But, yeah. But you know, the point is, is you know, win a couple Super Bowls and then we start talking about you in the yeah, referential or, or do it twice and do it twice in a row. Yeah. You don't even have to go to the Super Bowl two years in a row, but just be be a great team twice two mm-hmm. years in a row. Like that's so hard to do in the NFL. So hard to do. Yeah. yeah, and look, as annoying as it is, the Niners have have done it the last few years. I mean, the Niners have been to two Super Bowls in what five years, and right. they've been to two other championship games. Like, like it's annoying. I hate like, the Niners. Like, I, yeah. I I almost feel the same about the Niners I do about Jokic. To be honest, <laughs> I'm getting there with just like 
<laughs> I really don't think they're that good. It's just yeah. so frustrating. Like they well, should have lost to the Packers. Yeah, they should have lost to so the Lions. Annoying. It's just so annoying. Yeah. I hate them. Like they're um, so annoying. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So I have, again, like, I'm, like, not just rooting for the Chiefs. Like, I'm fully, I'm, 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 I'm Taylor Swift. Like, I'm Welcome all in to on the, the club. Um, I have a Jason Kelsey thought. Do you want to do it after the coordinator? We can do it real quick because okay. it did just happen after the game. Then we'll get to the coordinators. The, yeah. the, so for those who didn't see it, because it did kind of fly under the radar a little bit. Um, Jason Kelsey spoke to, I believe, Olivia Renner. Shout right? out to Olivia Renner. Going like, down to the game. Good she, job by her. Not that. She got a great video of Taylor Swift yeah. and Jason. And, she uh, did a great job <laughs> down there. Travis Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the I love you one. It was really good. Uh, it, was it was so, so sweet. cute. So yeah. sweet. I'm uh, telling you, man. Well, I know you were all, dude. Yeah, I've already given you credit. I, I think, think they. Yeah. I think They're at this point it would be an upset oh, if they, I think if if they, they don't. Get it would married. be shocking if they don't. At, get the, at the very least, engaged. He might. He might propose the end of the Super Bowl. I honestly, if they win the Super Bowl and they like, you propose like that's like the. Is that like the? Will it be the most viewed video in the history of the internet? I think it, it might. will be the most iconic sports moment ever. <laughs> If he proposes on the field to the biggest pop star, it would be big. It would be up. Like, here's a question. Now, like, when you propose, so, like, when I proposed, like, Kristen had an idea it was coming. Like, it wasn't a complete shock. And I don't know with Emily how, how, if, like, she had an idea. I I surprised her in the moment, but, like, she knew that, like, at some point I was going to propose. But, yeah, I I, I was able to surprise her in the moment. Kristen, like, like, gave me, like, hints on the ring. Like, there was, it was very clear it was going to happen, right? But I do wonder with Taylor Swift, like, is it like almost irresponsible to surprise her? Like, I wonder how you do it because she's so. I think he would have to talk to her people. That's what I mean. Yes, like, it would have to be something to where on the field. Yeah, it would have to be something where he would have to get it okayed by her, like publicist and her, like all these. Like he'd have to go through like her manager. Like it would be something where least, like I think you have to tell Taylor, and then she can well, decide from know. there that, on that, out. I don't think you call the public unless you want to surprise her. That's and run the it by point. The can you, sur- you gotta go to everyone unless you surprise her, or you just tell her you're gonna do it, and that's a whole different thing. Or you tell her dad and ask how to handle that. Yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting thing, though, yeah, right? Because like, it it's not happen. just like a yeah. It could happen. All right. So for those who didn't see it, Olivia Renner went down to the game um, and was able to speak to Jason Kelsey. Kind of cryptic comments where you know he starts by saying, "I'm so excited for the you know setup, like right. coaches, whatever," and then then he's like, "You know, I'm really," and then he's like, "But you know, no matter what, I want to be involved, whether mm-hmm. it's you know." So he basically, kind of like started by being like, "It'd be fun to be playing," and then he's like, "But it also might not be playing." But I'm an eagle. Yeah. Like, what did you make of the whole? So thing? I have a, a lot of thoughts Good. on this. One. I know it's assumed at this point, but I don't think Jason Kelsey gets enough credit for what a great brother he is to Travis. I agree. I, like, you have a brother, I have a brother, and I would be the exact same way, and I'm sure you'd be the same way with your brother, and I like think everybody would be. But Jason Kelsey is watching his brother go back to the Super Bowl. His brother beat him in the Super Bowl. He is wearing the colors of the team that beat him in the Super Bowl. He is in some ways accepting the fact that Travis is like surpassing him on all-time great list, and they're both great players in different positions and all that. I know, like, a lot of people would handle it the way he does, but I don't think a lot of people would handle it as well as he does. Like, crying out of happiness. Like, being there in the cult. Like, I just think he deserves a ton, a ton of credit. Like, his his brother's about to marry Taylor Swift. Like, it's got to be, there has to be a little part of him that is like, 
God, this is hard. You know, I, I should have won the Super Bowl last year. I should be back in it this year. Now I'm wearing the colors of the team that beat me. Like, so yes, I agree. There is a part of it that's like bittersweet, but I, I, and I look. Give him credit. I'll give Jason all the credit in the world. Yeah, Love I know, the guy. Yeah. He's my favorite. Um, but. Like, I think anyone would do that for their brother, even if it's a competitive thing. Like, it's your brother, you know? I agree, but I think it's harder. I don't know if anybody can internalize, like, how hard it would be just because it's such a unique situation. Yeah, I agree. They you lost know, to him last year. Like, he could be there and be happy for him, but have on, like, an Eagles. Like, there, mm-hmm. there's ways he could go about this where, like, you're being supportive. Like, he is all in supporting him. Like, he's crying being like, go win it. Mm-hmm. I just think it speaks to what a good person he is. Oh, yeah. I, I think, he's like, an amazing person. You know, we'll never know these guys fully, but, like, man, the way he handles that is awesome. That cool. was it. That was one of my. Thoughts. I like that. Yeah. Sure. Um, I think he wants to come back. I think so. I don't too. think he. I don't know if he will, but I think he wants to come back. I don't know if he will. Look, I my biggest the reason I have leaned towards him retiring more than anything is like watching that doc and then just being around it and like just like how constantly Kylie says retire, like how like strong she is on like I don't want you to play football anymore and I haven't for a while. Like, but he keeps coming back. So it's one of those things where it's like, you know, at a certain point, he's gonna be like, all right, I'm not gonna play anymore. And I think he's gonna accept it for his family. But I agree with you. I think if if there was no one else involved in the decision, it was just his decision alone. Because it's not. He is a, a father and a part of a family and stuff that, that you have to take your whole thing into account. But if it's just him, I agree with you. I think he would play again. The only caution I would say about the documentary is like, that is edited for narrative. No, I know, but so, we, you yeah. know, you've seen it. Like Kylie, yeah, yeah. she's ta- every yeah, time she sure. gets asked about it, she always says, "I wish she would retire years yeah, ago." Yeah, hundred percent. That's the only thing. Because yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's her, his, his wife. Right. You know? uh-huh. Well, that's why. Like, I'm willing to offer takes on a lot of things. There is part of me with this where it's it's whatever such a, he has to do. It's I, such it's a, a complex dude, decision. Not, I, I'll be happy for him if yeah, he retires, can, I'm, and I'll be. Stacked, I don't think there's a right or wrong decision here. And what's scary is I don't know if there is a right one. Yeah. Like if you come back. You know, yeah, God well, you forbid, regret it forever. You AC, if you don't, right? this and that, there's both ways. If you don't come back, like, yeah, exactly. I, now, does this make you view the Brett, Brett Favre thing any differently? Because I feel like he got he got flamed and made fun of a lot. And Kelsey's kind of doing the same thing. I know there's so differences. The thing with but, Favre was that he actually retired and came back, which is a little different. That's a good point. That's a good point. And then also with Favre, I think the difference was that that he kept going to other teams. It was like, all right, Vikings, then the Jets, then the like Kelsey, it's just us. Like he's not like, oh, let me see. I'm gonna go to the Chiefs. I'm gonna go to this. I'm gonna that. Like if, I think it'd be different if it was that, but he's just like, ah, eh, should I come back one more year in the same? How way? would you feel if he wanted to go to the Chiefs? If he went to the Eagles and was like, the Chiefs want me, I've always wanted to play for, with my brother. Like, would you like you, James Seltzer? Like you are the number one Kelsey guy. Yeah. But you're also the number one Eagles guy. Yeah. How would you feel about it? I think it'd be I so I would not I would not uh, be mad at him. I, mean, I, I would, I would respect, but I would, I would be sad yeah. as a fan. Like it would suck. Like you I wouldn't would, like burn I would the Kelsey jersey it. I would or hate like it on every level personally. Back. But absolutely not. Like okay, would cheer yeah. him. It would, cheer, it would change my opinion of him zero. Like it's, yeah. it's his life. It's his thing. But like personally, it would crush my soul. Yeah, because you know? I, I think as and rightfully so, all fan bases when a player actively decides to leave, yeah, that doesn't go over well. Like yeah. Dawkins played for the Broncos, but Daw- he didn't want he didn't to. Want to yeah, right? Exactly. Like, Lashawn, like all these guys, right? So, but if I think like same with Brandon Graham, like if Brandon Graham was like, look, I've always wanted to be a Lion. Like this is my <laughs> last year. I'm going to yeah, play. Yeah, I, no I, doubt. I think you kind of owe it to him. I agree. And as much as it would, and it's funny after talking about Jason Kelsey dealing with something mm-hmm. so emotionally strong, like. I think that it would, you put it perfectly, it would be sad and it would be hard. 
but like it would be the mature thing to yeah, do. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think either of those things are going to happen. No, but no, I was no. just thinking about but it. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I thought I had a quick thought of that when I was yeah. watching. Like, oh, like I'm sure there's part of him that would always love sure. to play with his brother. I, could I also, think his brother might retire. I could see them both retire. I think too. so too. And just do their pod and whatever. I could see Well, that. the other thought is. I kind of think they should retire in the same year so they go in the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame together, which would be cool too. Do you think Travis and Kelsey being on the ballot at the same time helps Jason? I don't think it matters. I think they're both first ballot Hall I think they're both going to get in, but I do think... I mean, Travis Kelsey's a lock first ballot Hall 100% going in. He's the best tight end ever. Yeah. Uh, Him or Gronk. Right. I think... But I think Kelsey is too. Like, I really do. I think... I mean, numbers-wise, center-wise, he's a lock. Like, all the all-pro, like, all that stuff. Like, he is, like, elite company. And then I think the how famous he's become. I think he get. I think it. I, I think look, he I will think get it, it no matter it, what. I think it helps him. Yeah. yeah. I think it, I don't. I don't think it hurts him. I think sure. he will get no matter what. I think he has earned going in. But I do think there is like if you're on defense, there will be enough people that'll go like, well, it'd be fun for them both to get. It's in. possible. Yeah. Be an I think awesome he would get weekend, it anyway. But like, it, look, I think if he were on the fence, it would help. Him. I yeah. agree. Yeah. It's a good take. All right. Uh, do you think he'll be back? Yes or no? Real quick. Then we'll move on. I think no. Uh, I was about to say I'm going to stick with no, but like this is the uh, before I was like 95%. No, now I'm like 60%. Yeah, I'm like 50 50 yeah, on exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. 